0: This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Week of the Open Guy, mybookie.ag promo code Ham One, get your gamble on. And it's brought to you by BoxOfAwesome.com
1: promo code Ham. That's right. And preserve your memories, John.
0: LegacyBox.com/slash/Ham forty percent off.
1: Now onto the segment.
0: I don't think we feel the same way
1: about Gruden being fifteenth on this list. Understand why he's there. I. That's pretty rich, uh, especially when you consider. He's ahead of Bruce Arians. He's ahead of Jason
0: Garrett, uh, ahead of Bill O'Brien, ahead of Doug Marone. Well, to me, of all the coaches on this list, and the way we preface the way you rank them is based on your resume. The thing with Gruden's resume is he took 10 years off. So I think of all the coaches, you'd have to put the least amount of stock in his previous resume and more stock in just the immediate, like the one year with the Raiders, which looked like he might just be bad. And I, I don't see how you could put him in the top 20. I'd argue, and I don't necessarily think he's like the second or third worst coach, but just on what we saw from last year, guy he got his ass kicked by Nick Mullins. I think there's like two coaches that you could – say that are worse that'd be like pat Shermer and a couple other guys now i don't necessarily gruden could go seven and nine eight and eight this year And you're like okay he's gonna be okay yeah but to him it's hard for me to like well he made the playoffs in oh four like kyle shanahan would be like yeah i was in college then you know like that was so long ago
1: well but here's the thing like let's if let's say we're doing this exercise in 2009 where would he be on the list Considering like after his, after that his
0: Tampa run
1: going into 2009, these were his previous seasons: nine and seven, nine and seven, four and twelve, eleven and five, five and eleven, seven and
0: nine. Yeah, Coming I think he'd be Super viewed Bowl. as like a fringe top ten
1: guy. Seven and nine, five and eleven, eleven and five, four and twelve, nine and seven, nine and seven. But he was so a Super Bowl be,
0: winner. I think he'd be like a the way we kind of view John Harbaugh right now. Now John just made the playoffs last year, so he'd be fringe top ten
1: it, without a ten year hiatus. In 09, yeah.
0: But you'd. But do we have better coaches now? I'd have to think. I don't know. Like...
1: He, and he might maybe be eighth. I don't know where you put him, but it would be reasonable if you said he was top 10. But the game's change. I mean, like, it's just it's a different animal. And kind of like Kyle, the other element is that he also picks the players, and his player-picking history is not very good.
0: Yeah, see, to me, that factors in with Gruden. Like, he's the grand bah. He showed immediately, like, he didn't quite get what was going on. And then his offseason, like, oh, he's got this long-term plan. He's like, Sam Inky, Well, not really. He then sold out because he wants to win immediately and signed Antonio Brown and Richie Incognito. It's weird because we talk about Antonio Brown. Like, that's that crazy of a signing. He is he, – I, I, people are like, you're just a hater. No, he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. Let me preface it by saying that. Yet no team in the NFL – this guy's the best player in his position, yet no team in the NFL was willing to give up more than a third-round pick to get him. Say that out loud. So it's like, it's kind of a unique position. It wasn't like, he just landed Cleo Mack. No, he actually traded Cleo Mack. A team that every team in the league. So let's look at the two scenarios. He acquired two. He got rid of one great player and acquired another great player. The great player that he got rid of, every team in the NFL, countless elite teams, what do you want? We'll give you ones. We'll pay them. We'll do whatever it takes. Then the other, that's, he had teams lining up, and it turns out he chose the wrong one because that team turns out to be good. The guy that then he acquires, the Bills were the one team in on him. (laughs) You know, it's like that's, that's a little bit of a red flag, right? Yeah. Like what the rest of the league thinks. Yep. Now he might be right. I mean, Antonio and him just might get along. I don't know. Well, how many wins would
1: he have had to have last year for you to? feel okay about him being top 15 like if i told you instead of 4 and 12 last year they were 8 and 8 would you feel okay about that yeah
0: 100 7 and
1: 9 would you feel okay about it
0: yeah probably because he would have had some tight games and you would have been like well he traded khalil Mack and he's starting over to me it's that his gm tenure and power bleeds into this because it impacts him on the field right Like, he's not playing this long game because he has all these veteran guys that are highly combustible players. Uh, Yeah, yes. I also think part of it is, like,
1: with Kyle, since we always end up comparing him, like, part of his M.O. is, you know, offensive guru. And then players talk about him like he's that. That's also Gruden's M.O., offensive guru. Now, I, I get it. Like, he's a current coach. It's just we don't hear that much of it. But just with any coach but i don't like is are the people who know football talking about him like that right now that's his
0: rep i think he lost it after last year because he had it coming in oh he's coming back he's coming back swinging but i think the question was there like will he be able will he
1: have adjusted to the nfl
0: i agree the question was there but a lot of people before he started doing a bunch of weird shit thought like okay this is probably gonna work mark davis had to do this it made some sense he lost that yeah, kind of I ads, thought that. Ads. Hey, by the way, I
1: was hey, you got to do it. Give it me a too. Shot.
0: I, I completely supported it. I, I thought it was a, the easiest thing he's ever done. I would have paid him the money too. Now it looks kind of crazy because it turns out maybe Gruden's a little nuts. No, there's nothing wrong with being nuts. Like coaches are nuts, but I, it does feel a little outdated. Like I'm not calling his agent. Well, John, you make Mark Davis call your agent. What are you? Are you a hypocrite? Because it's the one thing older generation often are, they're very hypocritical, uh, and it. The one listen, people can be hypocrites about whatever, but sometimes when you're hypocritical about a business you're working in, it can limit your ability to like function. And clearly that the contract stuff, and I, you know, I don't know. i I think it was it was as bizarre of a first eight months as you'll ever see, right?
1: Well, and now it's – you know, they have so many – this team has so many just things involved with it. It's not like everything else is nailed down in place, and the only question is, what does Gruden do? They've got to move ahead. They've just got like – there's a lot of things up in the air with this team.
0: Well, I'm sure we'll do this topic, but over under 99.5 catches for Antonio Brown this year. What do you have last year? I mean, like 115 or something. Yeah, I he's mean, had over a, he's had over 100 for six straight years. It needs to be over then. But my thing is, Derek's never had anyone close to like 80. I think Amari's had a couple years like in the low 70s. You go, that would be a dramatic. And I again, I'm not saying Antonio's better, but when have the Raiders shown that they can just ride one human like that? Even Gruden, I, I Gruden did that back in like 2000 with Jerry Rice and. And uh, Tim Brown—that's a long time ago. I, I would
1: argue. You're saying when play, do they get the guy open? Can yeah. they get the guy open that everybody knows they're
0: throwing it? And, and then Derek and can, can Derek just, execute it. Yeah, just uh, to me, I'd argue, and this would be a major problem because he'd freak, meaning the player. You, if you were a betting man, you'd say it would be closer to eighty than it would a hundred, just based on all the variables and all the fact, and that has really nothing to do with Antonio. That's the scary thing. Like, yeah, I think Antonio's going to get open.
1: I just, I, you know, the other thing, with, and it just made me think of it because it applies to both him and Kyle, is like the thing with Kyle, whatever you think of of C.J. Bethard, Nick Mullins, Jimmy Garoppolo, or if you think, maybe you think Jimmy's get where everyone's blowing Jimmy too much. I, when I watch him, I, I do feel like, you know what, Don't I think worry. he's getting the most the out of it. The
0: media doesn't need Jimmy to blow him for him to get a little action.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> did you see the Joe Namath story, what he told Howard Stern? I listened. Yeah. Uh, but the night before the Super Bowl, a, ran, a random stranger knocked, a woman knocked on his door and he thought she'd been sent by the gamblers. Um, but I do watch and think they
0: to- his girlfriend who is in a very serious relationship was staying with ownership which is awesome. because, you know, they want to take care of her. Cause he was the prize guy. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. He said he's never told the story out of respect for her. Like how long ago did they break up? Well, that's what Howard kept asking. Like, he's like, Joe. I know you're 75 or whatever, but do you ever go on Facebook and just type in all the women that like the bombshells you used to bend with and just be like, I wonder what they look like now. And, and he's like, and if you find out they look good, hit them up. <laughs> that's Joe said, no.
1: Uh, I just Joe's,
0: think I look at guest.
1: I have to go back and listen to it. I, I just think you look at Kyle and go, I think I, I watch him and think, I think he's getting the most out of the quarterbacks that he has. And that's, the biggest question with Gruden this year: Will he get the most? We because we've seen Derek look like a Hall of a uh, an MVP candidate. Can
0: you were you about to say like Hall him? of Famer? Yeah, he did. I think this is a people. Are like, You're just in the bear if you were just a casual NFL fan that like lived in Indy or something. There is like there's pressure on Wentz or whatever, but he just signed a long term contract. He's not going anywhere. There's pressure on Dak, but, like what are the Cowboys going to do? Like Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo for this argument's sake, have a combined like $7 million in dead cap space. If either one of them goes off the rails this year, they have a decent chance of not coming back. And Derek, unlike Jimmy, where Jimmy is kind of Kyle, they've got, they traded for him, they want him to work. They kind of then were there when they extended him. Like if Derek is shitty this year, I feel pretty confident saying he will not be a Raider next year. So he is playing for his job, and people keep texting me like, what does that mean? Like, what do you think Derek has to do to, like, earn Gurdon's trust? Mm-hmm. I think it's tough because the schedule is so hard. Like, if Derek – it's hard to play well as a quarterback. If I tell you Derek is 35-10 and 10 this year and just looks like 2016, you'd be like, well, the Raiders might win eight games, right? They'd be good. I guess their defense could be terrible and give the most points up in the league, but they – if they score enough points, like that Jackie year, maybe they don't win 12, but they could win nine. And then Derek's fine. But if Derek plays bad, the team will be bad. Like Mitch Trubisky could have like an okay season and they could still win nine games. Like that's not an option for Derek. Right. So I, It's not an option for the Niners the, either. Of all the like $25 million quarterbacks in the NFL, I mean, this guy is, I mean, he's basically on a one-year deal. I mean, I i mean i think that's not it's not hyperbole especially right? if they're just, bad ah.
1: the quarterback class next year was going to be really interesting right if gruden like kyler too Do you agree do
0: you think there's a scenario where he could play well it'd be hard for him to play well and their team to be bad right
1: yeah i think if he i, I think they're talented enough If he plays well they're good
0: because their offense would just now, be does that
1: expensive. mean 13 no but i think yeah, he no could... but i'm
0: just saying like if they won
1: eight or nine what then, like yeah, to yeah. me if he's really good like if he's like Pro Bowl level quarterback? It's a no brainer. You just keep rolling with him. Well, I'm just saying, if he's a Pro Bowl level quarterback, their floor to me is like nine wins. Eight wins would be their maybe uh, eight their floor. But they're, see, they're not seven to nine. I don't think if he's really good.
0: But their defense sucks, guy. I
1: know, but it, I mean, good quarterbacks like.
0: Yeah, because who's to say that Antonio maybe has 115 catches and 15 touchdowns, and Tyrell Williams has a big year, and Josh Jacobs has it? Yeah. It's, I mean, let's call it what it is. is. Is the NFL now about scoring points more than it is defense? Now, you'd be like, they'd be a flaw. Like, if somehow the Raiders won a wild card, but they were all offense, no defense, you'd be like, well, it's going to be hard for them in the playoffs because they can't stop anyone. Yeah. They'd be a flawed team. Just like that one year that Derek made the playoffs and broke his ankle. Like, it was going to be hard for them to go on a legit run. But, like that team, you'd be like, well, they're so offensively gifted, you know, they're they score points. It's about scoring points.
1: Him and Gruden would be getting a lot of credit, especially him. Now, if their defense is bad and, like, Cleveland Farrell looks overmatched and Abrams is overmatched, different animal. But Yeah. I... But if their offense is rolling, that's what John's there to do.
0: And John would get a lot of credit for that. You know, he's turned Derek around. He got Derek a real receiver. Uh, you know, they, they signed Trent Brown. They got him protected. If Derek was good, that would probably mean Colton Miller looked a lot better. Colton Miller, I mean, I, it's still hard for me to uh, imagine him like going, oh, damn, Colton Miller's pretty good. Because he's so long and skinny if he just gets tossed around like a rag doll. And then you go, at least he's not in the division with $700 million worth of pass rushers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, who do the uh, who do the Chargers have? I don't know, Bosa and Ingram, they, they make a combined like $200 million. Oh, who do the uh, Broncos have? I don't know, Von Miller, Super Bowl MVP, and this other guy, Bradley Chubb, they drafted fifth. Oh, who do the Chiefs have? I don't know. They traded for Frank Clark. And they also got this guy, if he ever shows up for camp, named Chris Jones, whose penis fell out at the combine, but who turns out to be a dominant player. Like, it's just, you got guys to block in this division.
1: Well, luckily, they got Richie on the other side to hold things down.
0: The problem is, two of the they play two division opponents the first two weeks, and Richie would be hanging out with us, you know, watching the game at uh, Sauced or something. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.